0: My name is Gianni Russo, AKA Carlo, the infamous son-in-law from the Godfather. I'm now known as the Hollywood Godfather, and this is my story. Before all of the wins in my portfolio,
1: I was a little boy diagnosed with polio. Experimenting with cures, I tried every one. Felt everything in my right, but my left was numb. Walking with a limp, like will I ever run? once again or is this it am i forever done living in the hospital was never fun some people were cool but not
0: everyone welcome everybody it's time for another hollywood godfather podcast and i'm so excited because i with our new host which you've already heard of three or four shows this show is going to the moon now fortunately let's talk about Jeannie raymond first our co-host
2: Hello, everyone. We're so excited you're here, and we are so excited to have a new co-host with us, bringing us a lot of energy and excitement. So, Mike DiStasio, welcome.
1: Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me back. Uh, this is like my second or third show where we're killing it now on social media. Well, you're not going nowhere right now, so don't make any plans. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, so, everybody watching and listening, please do us a favor and just go to uh, the Hollywood Godfather Podcast on youtube and subscribe to the channel if you're watching now subscribe hit that button this is what the young kids do so i figure i must do i must do it too say it too you know, it's well, all know. <laughs> so thank That's you for exactly that. Right. you're still
0: doing your show too aren't you yeah
1: yeah yeah actually go to real talk with the hollywood kid our eel uh there's there's some i mean there's some interviews on there that even i'm like how the hell did i get this guy you know so uh, there's some great interviews i mean it's all intertwined what we do here guys it's All the nostalgia, all the old Hollywood stuff. Um, I like to think that I'm like a a self-taught historian, I guess, because I read books and all that crap. But um, yeah, so go to Real Talk with the Hollywood Kid. Um, Subscribe, tell your family, tell your friends, tell your enemies. I'm sure they'll want to know. And uh, that's what we do. So we incorporate a lot of what I did on that channel, on this channel. So uh, we're going to have the same type of guest, murder mysteries. Those are really big. Those are really big. for The crime, they love it.
0: Oh, okay. no, I know. And it's interesting. Our, our audience should know. I mean, it's I mean, we couldn't make this up. The Hollywood kid yeah. meets the Hollywood godfather. But the reason you got that name is because of the nostalgia and what you knew of the film business. Yeah. You picked up the handle by your friends, just gave you the nickname.
1: Giving and an and a, uh, playing Mike, what's the name of that movie there? What the hell's the name of that? Oh my god, what the hell, you know, and I'd be right there. Uh, that's, that's freaking so-and-so and Bogotten, and, you know, for me to return yeah,
0: that's positive synergy, and that's why we're together now. That's amazing. It's amazing how things
2: right. are Mike. I keep telling Gianni, I'm like the Hollywood, the me. Hollywood kid, the Hollywood godmother. I'm a Hollywood wannabe. I, I got
1: Hollywood, you're the Hollywood queen. You could be yeah. anything you want to be. At the
2: point of this sure. show is that you know lack of uh, lack of options. But I, I'm so happy you're here, and I I have to tell you, I have been a, a true crime junkie well before it got popular. I'll tell you that much right now. What one of my favorite things is, I've always got such an investigative mind, and I used to watch the Rockford Files. Oh my god. About everything being intertwined together. Gianni, I went back and watched them all after I started listening to to this podcast. And there's Gianni Russo on how many how many shows did you do? I did
0: 23 Rockford Files.
2: Wow. Oh my god. That is my nickname right there. I'll tell you right now, Gianni. My friend and I back when she was trying to check on her husband back in 20 years ago. Um, my ex-husband, I I Asked him where he had been, and he finally said, "You figure it out, Jeannie Rockford." So that is my nickname. Oh
0: wow! I never got that, Jeannie Rockford. I like that.
2: My daughter daughter bought me the T-shirt. Says Rockford Investigations on the front of it. This year for my birthday, I was so happy. Oh,
1: that's I have to to binge on the Rockford Files now to see Johnny.
2: That's right. There's a little Johnny Russo. I did
0: two. I did two hundred hours of television. I can't believe that.
1: Stuart Margolin, where you work with Stuart Margolin, right? Stuart Margolin? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I had him on the show. He's a great He just passed away, too. Good guy. Yeah. yeah.
2: You know, Gianni, going back and looking at your IMDb, you know, I, when I first started listening to this podcast, um, I just started, I looked at Gianni's IMGB, or Did I say it right?
0: Well, well, it's- most audiences are not as intellectual, intellectual as you. Can you let our audience know
1: what IMDb means? I am DB. I
2: am DB. Sorry, I knew I was saying it wrong. Tell us, tell us, because I know you're very into that.
1: You want me to tell you? It's the yes. National Movie Database. Every movie, every movie and television show ever made is on there. It's amazing. Yeah. Great resource. Great resource.
0: I fortunately Whoa. have forty-six movies and two hundred hours of television.
2: It's amazing, Gianni, because when I, I Googled you, I looked you up. Of course I did. And and I start looking through the list of what Gianni's done. And I'm like, I've seen Biscuit, I've seen this. I've seen that Rockford Files. I mean, I grew up watching Jim Rockford, you know. So it's amazing to go through and see all the things you've done. Now I have to go back and try and spot you in these movies. I'm like, what? Oh. figure out where you are.
0: No, it's all good. Well, this is one of my favorite shows, Mike. You've never done with us. I love the mailbag because it gives us an opportunity. I hate the mailbag. I work for the post office. Oh well, no. (laughs) Well, (laughs)
1: you
0: you you would then, but for (laughs) us, it gives us an opportunity to hear what our audiences are thinking, what they want to see or hear on the show, and some of their opinions. And we we've got a lot of positive feedback and that's why we do the mailbag
1: yeah and johnny just so i can recap uh, we do i've been doing a lot of social media with big mailbag so again we want to get the audience involved in the show because you guys are part of the show you watch every week you know you, you comments on youtube and everywhere so just come with us and just start start questioning anything and johnny is like a he's like a computer you know he knows everything so if you're an old hollywood
0: only know what I know, but it's a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's very vast. It's very vast. So, if you guys want to get involved with the show? Drop us a question at GodfatherPodcast yeah. dot com. Um, you know, subscribe. So that's it, Johnny.
0: Perfect. It All away. right, let's get into the mailbag. Jeannie, will you be so kind?
2: I sure will. So the first question is for Mike. Uh, Mike, what? Oh, from it was from Pat. Okay, not our and uh, not Pat. She is asking, "What has been the biggest surprise in any of the cases you have covered?"
1: The the, the cases? I'm sorry, did you say cases?
2: In the cases, as far as the Hollywood murders,
1: um, it, it just you start going down a rabbit hole when you get an expert on, and it's like you you'd even scratch the surface, and these guys are telling you stuff like the Black Dahlia murder. I mean, the the reporter Johnny, you might know, know this when. Elizabeth short was murdered. She was bisected. So her torso was cut in half and only a doctor could perform that kind of cut. You know what I mean? Nobody like, you know, a serial killer would just kill Uh, her. That was the first giveaway. Right, right, right. But back then uh, the reporters would listen to the police scanners. They would show up on the murder scenes before the cops got there. It's amazing. Amazing. And, but there's so many things that you learn. Um, you know Natalie Wood. We did Johnny. I'm sure you're very well adverse on Natalie Wood and um, what happened to her. I mean, a lot of people have theories about what happened. Um,
0: well, I, I I have a good theory, and I'm not too happy about it. You know, Rob, Rob got away with it basically,
1: <laughs> pretty much. I mean, but I do think it was an accident. I don't think he meant to do it. I don't know. Even- I think no, it I was. A, think a, a, it. I think he pushed her, and right. oh crap! Oh then... crap! Oh crap! What do we do now? You know, he just freaked out, yeah, drunk, and then, and then both of
0: them up cover it up. Yeah, exactly. Well, they had to, but anyway.
1: I think Christopher Walken knows something.
0: Oh, Even... well, of course he was there. Hello.
1: he said he was on the boat sleeping. Yeah, sleeping your
0: ass. Come on. Well, I right. think he was sleeping up until she screamed and hit her head. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but there's so many things you, you learn about. uh what I said, black dahlia. There's so many. One of my famous ones, ones that I really, really love. We um it's it's not a murder. It's the Brinks heist. The Brinks oh, robbery. Oh, yeah. January 17th, I believe, 1950. Now yeah. I'm from Boston, so that always fat. I go by I've been by there three million times. The building itself, it's still standing. But uh, that was an amazing two weeks, Jeannie, before the statute of limitations would expire, so they can keep all the money. A guy named Spex O'Keefe ratted. He, oh. had, he was in jail. and they, Yeah, two weeks. He he needed money for his, some surgery for his family member. And they said, yeah, 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 we'll give it to you. And they never gave it to him. They never gave him the money. And he said, all right. And the FBI got involved and they ratted. And he ratted. He, he ended up becoming Cary Grant's limo driver in L.A. Oh, that's wild. Okay. He was in the witness protection. The first guy to ever be in the witness protection program. All right, guys, I took up half the show. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Do we have a mailbag?
2: Yes, we do. All
1: right. Well, that was Pat's answer. Subscribe to Real Talk with the Hollywood Kid.
2: That's exactly right. There's so many great stories on there. And I love that we're going to be able to talk about some of those investigations that you've done and kind of incorporate that into this show because it's going to give us a lot to talk about. And, And amazingly enough, Gianni... Knows someone in every conversation that seems to come along, so I think that's well, going to be no, fun. Just, well, not all know. the murders, but you know, you you please. know, so many people, it makes.
0: there's <laughs> There's no fast. statues on murders, please? <laughs>
2: no, 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 I don't mean you ever knew about the murders. I'm not going to self-incriminate
0: you know. myself, please. No,
2: no, no. I don't mean that. I just mean you know people in that in that era and those yeah. who was running around with who. So I think it's it's amazing. So this one is, says, starts out, wow, so glad to hear the Hollywood kid has arrived. It says, hello, sometimes you go on enjoying something and somebody decides to make a change and improve upon it. Most of the time it fails. And you think of the old and overused saying, it ain't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, then there is great news. You have the Hollywood kid join your show. I love this guy's work and I have enjoyed all of the interviews and backstories of movies and the famous actors movies and television shows that made me think back to fun and happy times with friends and happy or excuse me and family while watching great entertainment. Great just became greater. I can't wait to check it out. It's it's as exciting as the anticipation of a new season airing of all of your time favorite shows your all-time favorite shows i know all of your followers will enjoy and have so much fun with mike along for the ride i wish you all great success
0: and who is this lady so we could thank her
2: this gentleman is rob so uh he i guess there's no question there but he obviously is very happy that you've joined the show mike and so are we what was the name jeannie sorry I'm sorry, Rob Holden.
0: Oh
1: wow, thank you, Rob. Wow, it was very yeah. Fun. He even
0: contacted me. This guy, he's a nice guy. Obviously, you must
1: yeah. be a big fan. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Rob. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm like you guys. I put a lot of passion into it. I put a lot of work into it. And again, there is a mark. Not a. There's a genre for this. This is very big. Um, it's coming back little by little, and um, so hopefully we can keep the ball rolling with the show. Oh, we will. Moving along. Right.
2: Moving along, this is from uh, another Mike, Mike Armstrong, and this is for Gianni. It says Gianni. There is a famous picture of Al Pacino, actor Al Lettery. Is that some Al Lettery? Oh, hey, I'm learning these Italian he names. Played,
0: he played Salazzo in the movie.
2: That's exactly what he said. Who played Salazzo er, or Cilazzo in the Godfather? And Pasquale Eboli, what help me. What's that name?
0: No, Pasquale Eboli. Eboli was, was a real mob <laughs> guy in New Jersey. He was, in fact, he was Al Atieri's brother-in-law. His okay. sister married the guy. And when they were doing research, Pacino, he took him to meet Eboli at his house. And fortunately, not soon after we finished The Godfather. They kidnapped him and killed him in real life.
2: <laughs> well, let me tell you what it says. It's that tell me how to say his name again, Eboli. Eboli. Eboli, Eboli. We're gonna have to put it in phonics until I learn all these uh Italian uh names. It says, Do you know anything about why Pacino was hanging out with them and were and we're both we're both brothers murdered? Yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> no hesitation. But I don't
0: know who. I know they were. Wow! wow. When, when Pacino was doing research, I knew Al D'Amico for a while, and right. uh, when they brought him on, they all—they all, he lived in New Jersey, and that's where his sister was married to Eberly. So oh, they that- brought they brought Pacino over for dinner to really talk to. A character that michael's about to play in the movie you got a lot of got a lot of knowledge from him.
2: they amazing. wanted
0: me in that picture i wouldn't be in it because <laughs> i knew that the faith that emily was having problems with some people i don't want to fear
2: <laughs> oh my gosh well that <laughs> i love that answer yes
1: and <laughs> yes. the brother johnny in the brother yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah. both murdered
1: wow they both had to go yeah
2: they, both, they had to go. What choice did they leave them?
0: Hey, that's All right. the club they joined, you know.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, I, I heard you talk about it was just the way of life. It was just that was their business. The police ran their business, and that's just just the way business was run. So, All right, this question is for Mike. I've been a big fan of your show. I used to stream it when you were on the radio. I'm so happy that you're on this podcast now for people in Gianni, Gianni's audience Mike has some great insight to the days when Hollywood made great movies here's the question and this is from Jack in Detroit Mike I really enjoyed hearing about about the show you did on famous Hollywood murder mysteries what was one that really fascinated you and I really hope your new show is going to do shows on them there's so many Jack from Detroit
1: Um, yeah, there's so many. Again, go to Real Talk with the Hollywood Kid on YouTube. Um, subscribe. Uh, I did a show on, we talked about earlier, Kitty Genovese. Jeannie, we talked about Um, she was just a typical, you know, working class girl doing her thing, working a bar one night. And, um, she went home with a little red Fiat and, um, she was assaulted and screaming for help and supposedly if you do a deep dive on it, they said there was 38 people that witnessed this. And um, one gentleman actually saw her getting assaulted in the hallway. He came out of the door and he went back inside. And um, so nobody saw nothing, you know, again, I didn't see nothing, you know, blah, 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 blah. But that's not, if you do a deep dive, that's not what really happened. It's not what really happened. You do a deep dive on it. But um, she was murdered. Um, it's just a horrible story. And again, like Jeannie said it last week, the 911 system um, came about because of that murder. It was a very famous murder. And um, again, just go listen to it on Real Talk with the Hollywood Kid. It's really, it's sad. It's an awful story because he came back twice. The second time he came back, he he left because it was a commotion. And then he came back and finished her off. Oh, real, wow. Real dirtbag. He was in jail and he escaped. Um, you know, of course he lived a long life, of course, you know but a real, real, real dirtbag. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Good.
2: I was just going to say the fun part about having, um, getting connected with you is you hear some of these stories and, you know, we just go with kind of what you've heard. And then the nice part about having you join us is now we're going to hear the deep dive into them and maybe learn some stuff we didn't know as we go. So I hope everyone does join Join that and and do join our podcast. Be sure and hit the follow button. Leave us a great review if you're liking this new stuff, so we can uh, start moving our way up the charts. We're looking forward to that with some new. There's, a, there's
1: also the the George Reeves murder was one of the um, fascinating stories. That's my highest viewed show. It's got over close to 150 thousand views. It's amazing. What I do is I bring in, I bring experts on. I mean, I don't I just read you know but these guys really go deep and if you do a deep dive on the george reeves murder it's amazing amazing but uh yeah just just go check it out on real talk with the hollywood kid and um yeah that's it
2: all All right.
0: right moving along
2: so i have one this is for you gianni and joey on mulberry street wants to know what do you think of all these made men talking about the family business
0: Oh, you mean on podcasts? On
2: podcasts, that's right. There's so many new podcasts coming out talking about things that you just kind of didn't talk about back in the day.
0: Well, I still don't talk about it. And, you know, I knew we would get a mailbag question about this. And I've, I've been thinking about what would I say? And I myself have been scanning the web. There's about 12 really made guys that took an oath. They even talk about taking the oath. Oh, wow. And when they, that's something you should never talk about, number one. But when they describing the oath they took, really tells you the character that these people are. Because the oath, as I know, and now that they've exploited it everywhere in the world, when you take that oath, you give up your mother and your father, your wife, your children, and... They are the family that comes first. Now, why in the world would anybody do that if they're sane? Right. And then there's one guy boasting that he made $10 million a week for so long and this and that. I'm, I'm wondering, why are they doing podcasts? Why are they exploiting themselves? There's no statues on murder. Right. Another guy is to 23 murders. Yes, he made a deal on it. But how about the people that you killed? Don't you sure. think their relatives may come after you? So I don't understand. And I mean, it's it, it's blowing my mind because I, I, I in my life, I met people and it was a, a quiet society. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I go to Sicily an awful lot. I have business there all i could suggest to these guys so i think 12 or so don't ever ever take a vacation in sicily you are not coming back <laughs> they are pissed about this they're oh, talking about oh, yeah. this it's like you know It's. i mean i could see Chaz palminteri talking about a movie that he made this is not a movie right this is real people and i don't understand that i mean are they that bored with their lives you're doing podcasts. I mean, you I mean,
2: know, Gianni. It's something I've always noticed. I mean, from when I very first started listening to the podcast, is that you were not a made man, but you never would want to be. Your, your respect for your past and and for what you were involved in, and you've never lost that sense of respect for that. You know, and and it's well,
0: that was all point. Costello. Costello protected me. And and he had a reason for it because he didn't want me in that and getting that attention. And that's why he gave me the name he uses, the kid. <laughs> Mike uses the kid. And I said, what about, why the kid? He said, understand why most of us in this world have a nickname. I said, I always wonder about that. He's because there's no way they can look you up. They could have a wiretap. Who's the kid? How are they going to find out who the kid is? Who's this? He's, I want this handled, he called it, for you to keep you clean. You will never be in this world. Not if I'm, have my say. And he was so right, man. So right. But I mean, again, Joe, thank you for asking the question. I knew it was coming. And I happen to know who this guy is from Mulberry Street. Good friend of mine. But uh,
1: Best restaurant on Mulberry Street. Go ahead, John.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Best place. What's the best restaurant in? uh, Oh, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still faithful to Frankie C. uh, Lamella Restaurant. I've been there forever, and uh the family is a very well-respected family. They're all gone now, but uh I still go there if if I go down. I don't go down much anymore. On Angelo, that's still there. Is Angelo still there? Angelo is just reopening. Had a big fire. Oh wow! And then they didn't open because of COVID. My understanding, it's opening. Okay. It's funny you should mention Angelo's. I went to Angelo's one one afternoon when I was supposed to be on the dais at Columbus Circle. And Tommy Bellati, who passed in, in Sparks, he got killed with Paul Castellano. Called me up that morning, and as you go into that rally, it wow, was the Italian Anti Defamation League. It was june 28 1981 we were just rapping filming the godfather oh. and joe colombo gave me that got me the part in the movie and as you can't go fortunately i came up with a great excuse told barry schlotnick who passed it on to them because they were looking for me because when they looked at the crime scene on the day as there was a seat empty and there was a sign on it said Johnny Russo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It was like a death wish on me. And I said, "But I was sitting in Angelo's when wow. a radio wow. Wow. that Joe Colombo was just shot. He was still alive. He lived for five years in a coma." Yeah, right. Correct. They shot him six times. He lived in a coma, and unfortunately, but uh, it's it's funny you should bring up Angelo. Oh, my God, that's insane
1: I want to Um, ask I want to get one question I've heard this I've never heard this question even asked you mentioned Paul Costello he was the boss Paul Costellano I'm sorry Paul Costellano sorry how did he become a boss who appointed him first of all he was a big earner okay and he was
0: the brother-in-law to Carlo Gambino okay and he opened he opened up a big business and that's why they got shot because a young man who was being groomed by O'Neill Delacroco, his name was John Gotti, and when they passed him up for this rat that he was, Paul Castellano, they 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 set him up, and a, a Frankie Boy, De Chico set the meeting at at sparks and uh, one-way street going west they had it all knocked off the united nations was in so they had six shooters dressed like russians with them hats and all that they all were shooters they all shot all went a different way so when they asked us who'd you see they saw six russians
2: (laughs) going different ways Amazing! Amazing!
0: I never knew why he became the boss. I knew he's the boss, but I never know how. Well, he was gonna... a big earner, a major oh, okay. earner. They they, they now uh, put earners in because of that. Okay. They, you know, it was not the old ceremony.
1: You got to work your way up the chain. You got to clip right. somebody. Yeah. You know,
0: okay. You're making big money. You're in. All right. Moving wow. on.
2: All right. You want to do a quick uh, little money maker?
0: Oh yeah, please. On on this, I'm really interested, not because I'm so prejudiced being Italian, but I've done the Comic Cons. I did every con there is. Now they have the Pisano con. Wow. It's the first time ever been done. This young group of people got in touch with me. It's April 13th and 14th at the Double Tree Hilton in Fairview, New Jersey. I'll be there. In fact, I got so involved in this, I'm one of the ambassadors of the Pazano Con, which I think is going to be a fun thing and try to get there. It's two days. It's a Saturday and Sunday in New Jersey. All right, let's go back to our interesting mailbag, please.
2: All right. So this is a question from Janica, and she is asking, do you know or have you heard of Georgia Durante. She was a race car driver and a model.
0: I know Jimmy Duranty. Oh. Married
2: guy? to a Joe, and and she's got a new book out. I did see that. anybody this? heard of her?
0: No. And what's what? And what's the book about? Um, you know she, race car drivers.
2: No, she was. She got. She was married into the mob. They said she was the Kodak girl, and. And then ran, um, she was a Hollywood stunt driver and now an author. I'll, I'll look for the name of uh, of what her book is, but she was a Will Woman and, oh, it's The Company She Keeps by Georgia Durante and was married to a, oh, I can't think what his name was. I thought for sure you would know her when I read that.
0: Nowhere. Well, she's probably yeah. different times, but how old is she?
2: Oh, I I don't know, but she's she's beautiful. She was a model, and I did let me ask you
0: a question. You hear what you just said? She was beautiful. Do you think I ever went out with ugly ladies?
2: No, no, no. I didn't (laughs) think you dated her. I never thought you dated her.
0: That's like a thousand people I met.
2: (laughs) You know, I did hear her on a uh, on a podcast the other day, and uh, she was talking about she. I think she drove for. Somebody in the mob. I, I'll, I'll have to look it up.
0: That's bull. That is absolute bull. And yeah. I'll say it if she was on the. No woman is going to be driving for a mob boss. Forget about it.
2: All right. Well, you know, Dismissed I missed that. Wondered.
0: Moving on. Next. Everybody's using our platform to exploit things. I love it.
2: Yeah, it could be. Let's see. I think we are down to the bottom of our questions. Mike, did you have anything? Um, I got a question
1: for Gianni. Uh, All yeah. right. So, for our audience out there, we talked about Cal Neva a couple weeks ago. Cal Neva, correct me if I'm wrong. Some of it was in California and some of it was in Nevada.
0: Is exactly. That right? That's okay. why they called it right. Okay. Cal Neva. The so- reason for that was you can go in on the California side and be on the property and nobody knew it. <laughs> See. If you were in the Black Book, like a lot of guys were, you can go there and stay in the hotel on the California side. If you're on the Nevada side, you have to register as soon as you get there, or you'll go to jail. Wow. So this was able to be run, and as that that last weekend I was there and never would go back, I was there the last weekend of July in 1962. And that picture is coming out on my tour. If anybody goes to my show, I'm releasing that picture this year for a lot of reasons. And the main reason is that this year, Netflix came out with Blondie, which was a miniseries about Marlon Monroe. And finally, they told the truth that Bobby Kennedy, was in her apartment for six hours before they called the ENT. I put it in my book years ago. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Sam G. and Connor, which is another interesting thing why these pictures are so valuable, Sam G. and Connor had the only camera, and he was taking the pictures. They wanted to make sure they didn't get in the wrong hands. They invited... Joe Kennedy and Bobby Kennedy to Cal Neva that weekend in 62, to set him up, because he was having an affair with Marilyn. John Kennedy, who she did have an affair with, said, I can't see you for two years because I'm a Catholic boy. And after two years and I'm established as the president, I will leave my wife. That's how naive Marilyn was. So Bobby was supposed to take care of her. And anybody that knows Marilyn Monroe and some of my, so many of my friends did. I mean, we we met, we talked about her so many times between Tony Curtis, Marlon Brando, Sinatra. She gave of herself literally. Because that's all she thought. She had such a low esteem. I was always mad at Sinatra and Tony Curtis. Why did you, you know, take advantage of her? They also just Marilyn Monroe, but she's my friend. I I had a different relationship when I was a friend, and we both needed a hug, and a hug ran into something else, <laughs> and there was it. But it, that, why this is so important, Sinatra was trying to convince her that they had her bedroom set up at Calneva with cameras, and they wanted her to have an affair with Bobby one more time. So they can blackmail him.
1: Right, right. Of
0: course, the deal that Joe Kennedy made, and some of our audience had heard this. He, when he approached Costello, he's you help my son become president. We will invade Cuba and get your casinos back. That's the only reason the mob went for the whole thing. And I was running all over the country, Kansas City, everybody to get them to help promote it. Because obviously the mob was all involved with in you know, Cuba. And then Bobby convinced John, once he became attorney general, that there were no missiles on that island. And they called off the Bay of Pigs, which we talked about in a previous show with Jim. 2,300 guys got killed. They didn't ever send in the airstrike backing them up. The CIA is still covering that up. Fascinating. I came back on that Monday, met with Costello, as I always did when I went on trips with him, at 11 o'clock in the morning. And he said, what went on up there? Did they ever get the pictures? I said, no. She was screaming. Is it about what? And we were all flabbergasted, including Sinatra was the one handling this whole thing because he said he could control them. She said, "I just aborted his son. I wow. wanted a kid all my life," and she was hysterical. She, said, "I'm going to the press," and when I came back and told him, he said, "She's dead." That Thursday, she
1: was dead. Maybe she died like eight days later. I think seven or eight days. Wow. No, five days exactly. Wow. Wow. Let me ask she, you this: John. Why didn't she call Joe DiMaggio from Cal
0: Good question. She did call. Okay. He was in San Francisco. He made the uh, uh, the mistake of calling uh, Sinatra. So what's oh. going on up there? She's saying this is mind your own business and don't come here. I often wondered if he came and right. took her away, if she would have had a great life. and Because she's about to go to Broadway, you know.
1: Right. I mean, in my opinion, I mean, from what I've read, I, I think he was the only person that genuinely loved her.
0: I mean, yeah, she even even though I, I I was involved with her as a close friend during that time, and they were getting back together. Yes, getting yes. back together, and uh, the only reason she was going back to him because she felt the same way. He was jealous of her that picture of her over the over the uh,
2: seven, uh, year, seven, rich. seven year rich,
0: yeah, seven year rich, yeah, and he said, I mean, he just called her every name in the book and got a
1: divorce. They got divorced. The uh, Was it Giesler? I forget the attorney. Whatever yeah, he because they,
0: they, he said, they're exploiting you. And that, that was Xanax and Fox. They did not want her to become a, a, an actress. She came to New York and Costello hid her out of the Waldorf office store for a year while she was studying with Strasbourg. I used to go down and get her at, at the school at night on 15th Avenue and walk her home.
1: You anyway, know, and, that, and that's that's why Demaj. I mean, the my opinion, DiMaggio boycotted a lot of the, the stars for coming to her funeral. On the oh, side. I know. Everybody, you know, they all used her. Right, right, except for him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: 100%. And he sent roses to her, her grave yeah. every yeah. day or every week or something. Like that but, No, but I, I met Joe a couple. Of, I met. I actually met Marlon first through Joe DiMaggio at Tutshaws. Everybody was in Tutshaws. I was like. 14, 15-year-old kid going there every day with envelopes. But I saw everybody there. Sedan, all of them.
1: Oh, the store club, Did you go in there?
0: Oh yeah, the, the store, store club. club. Oh, oh that everything around there. I mean, the Copa, the Store Club, Chili's, uh, West, uh, El uh, Moraco. All those clubs. I was they were my stops. Latin and, quarter? And was, was the Latin was,
1: quarter after? The Latin quarter?
0: The Latin quarter. Yeah, they the, the, the it was all mobbed up, that stuff. And and Dempsey's was a 24 hour restaurant diner. And uh I mean that was my route. I was just uh, on the border of the West of the West Side. Those crazy times. I
2: crazy. just gotta say it just dawned on me that Gianni's going from place to place with his envelopes, right? Gianni? Right. And Mike, what do you do every day?
1: Oh, I do. I, I I get sick when I think of what I do. I I get. I know. Up.
2: I just think it's amazing. I know the man. Me- Hollywood kid. You are both dealing with envelopes and
1: like. I deal with a junk mail all day. That's all I do. Probably at the bottom well, line.
2: I know, but <laughs> both dealing in envelopes all <laughs> the time. That's no, I wish but there was I cash. cash. I wish there was
1: cash in
0: there. No kidding. But, but I when I was raised, though, what you're doing was what they drilled into everybody's head. Yeah get a civil service job sure. 20 years you got a pension you got a yeah. hospitalization it's yeah. it was the foundation of people who didn't come of means and were just
1: hard workers my uncles were sanitation
0: workers 34,
1: 34, 30 40 years ago Johnny I mean you've, you' you talked to someone's dad you got a job at the post office oh, oh no yeah. wow how'd you get who do you know to get in there that was a big deal oh I
0: know <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So I—that's I, why I want our young audience to realize it's not a demeaning job. It was a great oh, job that's to have. Okay, not. Pays oh, off. I mean, you know,
1: it's—you uh, just take it's like anything else, John. You got to put your time in. You have to put your time in.
0: Well, and see, and see, a guy like you. Now that I'm getting to know you, you're so creative. You know, have other things to offer. You feel you're wasting your time, I and mean, I don't even know you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah.
0: Walking oh, around God. for eight hours. What am I doing here? Booking shows. What I'm by yes.
1: purpose. People, are like, excuse the old ladies. You got my mail, lady. I got Gianni Russo on the phone. Please come on. That's oh. right.
2: You're like, here's your mail. Here's your mail. Here's your envelope. Sorry, it's yeah. not one that Gianni would have brought you, but
0: I Eileen's can. <laughs> you, but- I mean, here's your Macy's can. Mine, mine were all, you know, I, money going out. Is- Either bets yeah. or Shylock money or whatever. But you know, we,
1: I, 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 I didn't mean, mind doing that. I think we'd be. I, I think we remiss um, if we didn't talk about the passing last week of a Cal Weathers.
2: Oh, that's oh, exactly yeah. right. I, you I, know,
1: I never knew he was an athlete first. Yeah, he played for the Raiders. He tried. I don't. am not sure if he made the team. Oh, What's he about? did make the team. Oh, he did. But the
0: way I heard it, he was on the team for one season or something. Yeah. And when somebody spotted him or something, then 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 he became a boxer actually in the gym. Wow. Oh, oh, yeah. And I think that's how Stallone found him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great loss. Um, Apollo Creed. You know. Oh, that, that I mean, that, that
0: portion of the, uh the, um I forgot what, oh, what was the name of that movie? Rocky. Of the Bend. Rocky,
2: <laughs> the Rocky, Rocky trilogies, six. or what is it called? You tell us, Mike. What's that? The, a, the, the, all the Rocky movies?
1: Oh, one, two, I think there's five, those five of them are six, might've yeah. been six. Yeah. Man. I stopped after the third that one. That was great. <laughs> I stopped no. after number three. Not, not
0: soon after he made those movies, and I mean, my, my hat was off to him when I heard the story, because you know Paramount was trying to buy that script for Jimmy Conn right after The Godfather, and I knew Stallone's mother even, and and uh, you know he was broke, yeah. And he wrote that script, and but he and they wanted it and they offered him a lot of money. He was broke. He turned it down. He's I'm only made. I'm right. I wrote this for me. And they said, who are you going to be? And that was it. And then he made history, fortunately. And months, years later, a a good friend of mine, Richie Palmer owns Mulberry street pizza chain in California. He came from the neighborhood here and went up there into California. So they always hung out there. You still see them. In fact, I just saw a clip where Pacino and Stallone were outside of Mulberry street pizza. And so I saw him on the street soon as he made the movie, I said, Sly, I can't believe you married my ex-wife. He said, what do you mean? I said,
2: oh, but... I mean,
0: you married my ex-wife. He says, what you talking about? I said, Adrian?
2: It, yeah. Uh,
0: I married her first. That's
2: <laughs> right. Oh, that was so funny.
0: I mean, he's out there. I mean, the guy made so much money why didn't he go to elocution lessons why didn't he improve himself he's still rocky yeah. he oh, wants to be, be Rocky. Oh,
1: yeah, I had Frank Frank Stallone make a good guest on this show I had him on a couple of times he's great uh, you have him on your show thank you so much oh okay. well, we'll pass on yeah. you I won't even won't even get into that yeah, yeah.
0: I feel yeah. sorry for the kid actually
1: yeah yeah He can never get out the shadow. never oh
0: and you know now he's in their reality show thank God he's traveling with them he's with his nieces and they have the stalone's
1: Yeah, yeah, new season coming up.
0: His mother is a, a character. Their mother was a, greatly, I knew her well. She's
1: like a hypnotist. what do you call it? not a hypnotist? He read the palms there. She was a palm reader. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway. Well, I think this is a show. I'm hoping all of you who are listening to the show, we need more mailbag. That's obviously. right. Yes. We want more input by you all. And if we both or you both can give them how to do that, I think we have two email now addresses, isn't there? Yeah,
2: you can go to the HollywoodGodfatherPodcast.com and there's a spot on there where you can drop down and you can address it to all of us or just myself, Mike or Gianni. Um, just go on to that you can find that at the if you click on our podcast you can see it in the show notes and then we've got it uh, it's just all over the place we're also on Instagram and on Facebook so please join us there come come be friends with us we're looking forward to meeting all of all of the friends you're going to bring along Mike and and we are Looking forward to just growing this show as we go, and and yes, that mailbag is always available. So please, definitely, we do leave. a
0: show once a month, so we'll definitely be reading your stuff.
1: And it's anything you, if you want to somebody see somebody in the show, you want a subject, a topic, anything, you know, you want to ask one of us a question about something, our backgrounds, absolutely, yeah, drop it in the mailbag, guys. HollywoodGodfatherPodcast.com dot uh, com, Instagram, they're on there. You can get it anywhere nowadays.
2: And All real right. talk with The Hollywood Kid, correct?
1: Talk to The Hollywood Kid. Go subscribe. Our Real Talk with The Hollywood Kid. Um, There's a ton of content on there. And um, so uh, I thank you guys for, again for having me. Oh,
0: and we to- thank you out there. Stay tuned. Tell your friends, and we'll see you next week. God bless you all. All
2: right. Good night, everyone. Thank you so all much. Right.
0: No complaints. Lived a life with no restraints. The little kid they all counted out proved them all wrong, that's without a doubt. Laying there with my left side numb. Five year bout with polio, but yes, I won. From standing all corners, like how many pens you want, to living in a bakery. Then opening my own restaurant. Of course, I had some help along the way. Friends like Frank Costello that I miss each
2: and every day. Things from many years ago still resonate.